So how's your week? Not good. Um, just work's been really slow. Has it been? Have you guys started up yet? No, no, it, it's been really slow. And um, no, I had um, I have seen a couple teachers post that they have students back in class. Yeah, I think we're coming back. Like the the second Is the it last week of April or what? A few different school districts are already open, but I think within the last couple months, I want to say with if ten school districts open, there's been like um, six of them that closed down again. Okay. Because of like a spread. Okay. Um. Do they know if it's COVID or you don't know? Well, it it would be COVID related. Cause it could, it could just be a cold. Yeah, like but a legit cold. But because it spreads, yeah, they close it because of that. But it's like, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it we're getting to the point where we're gonna reopen everything again. I think, from my understanding, That's April, awesome. not April, um, May, May fifteenth, we open California opens up completely. All I know is they're watching counties. Um, they're watching the county rates of people getting vaccinated. And they're watching reports of yeah. people coming in the hospitals. And then also, from my understanding, they're watching hospitals to see if they have enough room. Like, if there is still enough room for medical emergencies, but also for COVID patients. Because what they were doing, um, from what I was hearing and from what I was reading... They were throwing them in, um, like trailer, yeah, like trailer homes almost. Yeah, they were like the, you know, like the trailer schools. What are they called? The mobile, like mobile, like the mobile portable classrooms. Portable classrooms. There were more. There were portable, like, um, health rooms. So they threw COVID patients in, and oh, I th- yeah. I thought that was crazy considering like. There were so many. And then I was like a friend of mine told me that they were sending most of the COVID patients to a certain hospital, not in our county, but um, they made one designated hospital in that area, the COVID, like COVID hospital. So they opened up all the other ones to be um, like actual uh, regular emergencies, nursing or not nursing, um pregnancies and stuff like that like the yeah. normal i guess every day-to-day life of needing a hospital or a doctor then they opened the, the regular ones up for those but they made this one specific hospital just a covid covid only hospital oh really so they had to move all their standard patients and move all their regular patients that were coming in for er and tra- like pretty much transfer them to the other hospital that I know if they're watching everything and everything seems to be going the way they want it to. But I I get this feeling because not enough people are getting vaccinated is the reason why we're not going to open up anytime soon. Which yeah. is crazy to me, but <clears throat> it, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to, I feel like by this time next year, we'll be open. Completely. And then I don't know to say if things will be completely back to normal. Do you Do you think it will? No, I don't think we're ever getting back to normal. I don't think we're going to open. I think we're not. I I was telling your sister this. I feel like it's going to be another two years before we decide to actually fully open. They oh, don't yeah. they don't want it to, but it's going to 
it's gonna be that way yeah until everybody's on the same track or everybody starts to understand what it is because it's too many normalities that are coming back with no with no like thought of oh yeah there's still a pandemic yeah like people walking in the stores without a mask people making out with strangers without a mask spinning each other's mouth <laughs> with a mask on yeah no, no but I, I mean even the distance like you go to a grocery store oh yeah dude it's there's, so there's no bad. distancing anymore there's some but people, everyone's wearing a mask for sure it's so bad i went like, to jury duty and in the phone call that i made to see like my my group number and everything um because i had to reschedule because i had to work yeah they pretty much said, oh, we have perfect guidelines for COVID so we can handle it. We have enough room and enough space for everybody to go through and blah, 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 blah. And no, it's like they were not ready. The amount of people that they sent for. And it, and I felt like it was way too much. There was over like 80 to 90 people in that room. Oh, really? And nobody like there was everybody sitting down. No one was, everybody was standing up also. But they they grouped off the chairs to do like one every five feet another seat yeah and i'm like i'm not standing because i gotta wait a whole nother two hours which i did so i moved one of the chairs and somebody was like oh that's for covid okay but i'm not near you i'm not bothering you i'm not touching anyone else yeah and i'm not standing point blank period whose fault is that it's not mine i'm keeping my distance everyone else is keeping their distance but i'm moving this chair because i need to sit I'm not sitting, I'm not standing and waiting for two hours for them to just tell me, oh, never mind, you guys can go home. Yeah. And then when they did the, um, hey, why is it that you can't, you can't service, please let us know. You got up to a mic in the front of like the whole like room while there's 70 people behind you having another, having their own excuse of why they can't do it. Yeah. And there's a judge right in front of you, 10 feet away asking why. Oh, I can't because of um, my mom's sick and I'm taking care of my mom. Okay, go go ahead. You can leave. Okay, yeah, go ahead and you can leave. Yeah. And then they're telling us we've sent 200, 200 recipients to come and serve. Um, we haven't found the perfect 12 or whatever. So, you know, and we're still going through the list. Yeah. So if you can't do it, just let us know. If you can, wait outside, downstairs. Um, and then about an hour, come back up, and then we'll start again. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm leaving. I mean, and, and it's, well, while we're waiting in line, we're, like, this far apart. Yeah. Because it's so crowded. And I'm like, no, they weren't prepared. None of them were prepared. Yeah. But at, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm seeing, that they don't really care. They're just trying to do the thing to make everything keep moving. And whether that's sending out juriors to get for jury duty, which I get, not everybody can do it, but it's kind of like, bro, don't you see what's going on though? Like you guys are forcing everything to be reopened or forcing things to just let things go back to normal when it's not going to. It's it's more it's it's you're forcing something that's not going to happen right away. It's not going to happen overnight. I feel a lot of it has to do with this whole. Um it's just like a whole microwave society kind of thing where everybody needs everything like at a snap of finger. finger you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how and it felt. Like, it was like, come really, up, come up, hurry yeah. up. What's your name? Why can't you? Okay, go ahead. What's up? What's up? What's your name? Go ahead. Okay, bye. 
and I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of it is just people are really impatient about like the pandemic and they don't stop to realize that the pandemic doesn't really care what <laughs> time frame you want to get matter gender done. genre yeah color height weight yeah and it's like a lot of people are like uh because even with like the vaccine and stuff like i know people that got it and they're just like well i have it so i don't really have to wear a mask like that anymore and it's like no like you can still get sick yeah like you, you just can't just, you just, you just not just gonna you yeah. just won't die from it pretty yeah. much and they're just like well then why am i taking the shot i was like i'd rather kind of like feel like shit for a day than to like be hospitalized for for a whole but month that's, that's your personal you know? and i get the and, and not that i get it but i've seen from the perspective of the person that says well i got vaccinated so what's the point of me wearing a mask of them just going well if i get sick it's my own fault yeah when i go okay but you're gonna get someone else sick no if you're sick just stay home why are you going out point blank period you get a cold why are you going out you should be yeah. at home resting anyways yeah so if I get COVID and I already get my shot, um, then fuck me wearing a mask. Everyone else should be wearing a mask anyways if they haven't gotten it. And it's like, yeah. that's, not, that's not okay, but... I think it's just being respectful. Being respectful and having the common decency of just wearing your mask and going to like public places where, where it's like, if all, of your fam- if all of your family and friends are vaccinated... And all of them aren't like sick. Then don't wear your mask. Like, who cares if you're in a family event like that? No, because even uh, of that, because you don't know where they've been or where they go. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same thing as like, um, like if you you hang out with like five friends, you don't know where they go or you don't know where they've been. Like you've had friends over here, and you don't know where they've been. Mm -hmm. You don't know where they go. You don't know where they work, Mm -hmm. but you still have them here. They eat food with you. They watch TV here with you. But we just built a computer here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With someone we don't know where they normally go. Mm-hmm. And no offense to them. No offense to whoever we're talking about. But at the same time, it's like, they didn't wear a mask when they were here. They don't know where I've been. Mm-mm. They don't know where you've, go- where you've gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're okay with it. If I'm vaccinated and I know my friends are vaccinated and they're like coming over my house. If they don't show clear symptoms that they're fucking sick, yeah, then I'm not going to have a problem with it. Yeah, I'm not going to push them away. But if I know that someone is sick, like whether it's because of COVID or just like a general cold or just like, yeah, right? Flu or cold. General, yeah, like, general. Just be like, go home. I don't want you here. Not you that I don't mean? want you here, but. No, I don't because you're <laughs> sick. <laughs> not like. Come back uh, to me when you're better. Yeah, come back when you're when you're feeling better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think I think the idea of getting the vaccine is is, again, it's up to whoever wants to do it. But at the same time, it's like, you gotta be respectful for other people's like, fucking or life. Be, like decent, yeah. decent, have common decency for other people. You life. respect other people's life that maybe yeah. they are high high risk. Yeah. Maybe they are um super immune to it or. Maybe they can't get sick over something so little, but you think it's not a big idea because you can handle it. Yeah. You're not calling, don't call them a baby because literally their, their immune system cannot handle it. Yeah. But you're quick to judge, but okay. 
the law. I get I get the people that don't want to get vaccinated. Um, power to you if you don't want to. Because I even I didn't even want to do vaccinations um, before all of this. Not that I didn't like it. I just was like, eh, if I get sick, I get sick. That's my own my own fault, you know. Or my own immune system that has to fight it. So whether I beat it or not, it's kind of what it is. Yeah. But when the listening to how COVID was was just like not. And then hearing how many family friends that we've lost from it, it was just okay. It's not worth. Yeah, that's that's definitely the thing. Like, cause I was I'm kind of I was kind of in the same boat as you, where it's like the flu, uh, whatever. I had never gotten a flu shot like that. Mm-mm. Um, it wasn't until I started working at the school district that I did get a flu shot. Well, you had to, yeah. But that's because it was mandatory. there. Yeah. No, it wasn't mandatory. I thought it was mandatory. No, it's not. But okay. it's there, so I was like, you might as well. I don't have to like go somewhere. I'll just go like just do down it here. The, down the hallway to the. <laughs> I'll just do it here. Like fuck it. <laughs> And and it's the same thing, like, you know. Because my, 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 what is it where you're contaminated? You're. Quarantine? No. My exposedness of oh. getting the flu or getting the next virus or getting the next cold, common cold. Yeah. Was where I was working. And I'm not done at the restaurant, but uh, working at. Um, retail working at yeah. the mall i i was i was exposed to it as much as i could people coming in ordering stuff buying stuff sick non-sick maybe yeah. had something like we were always getting sick because either somebody touched a game and then we touched the game and then yeah. we're touching anything else and, and money also that's a huge part money's being transferred left and right and yeah that's another Cash like that's it. that's just what it is you're gonna get that's my that's what i'm saying my expose was that yeah my, rather, my rather exposure than, to it was that as well was that yeah so you can't i was thinking it's fine i don't need the virus or i don't need the flu shot the common flu shot or common cold shot because i'm gonna get i'm gonna see it or someone's gonna get it at work and 90 percent of the time um boss got sick because her kids and then we all got sick yeah I remember um, at our store, our boss used to always bring like the emergency tablets. The vitamin C's. The vitamin C mm-hmm. tablets, like orange juice. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you feel sick, drink take it. this. Yeah. If you cannot get over it, go home. Like, yeah. I, well, we can't. Because he doesn't. Because if one of it. us gets sick, we're all going to end up getting sick. Then we're all going to like have to figure out a way of getting like people in the store without having us being in here to actually oversee it correctly yeah but i mean during that time too it's so young i hardly would get sick and then when i would it'd be like disastrous i guess but I, it was one of those like as soon as i felt better like a slide of felt better i just went to work like yeah. it wasn't i wasn't worth just let me spend two days recovery if all yeah. i need is one day recovery then that's all i'm getting me i would get the way i would get sick is that i would get like deadly sick for one day and then the next day i'd be fine and then you go to work yeah same so that was but it. i i would abuse it too because i'd still be sick and i keep my distance in in some way but i'd let people know like hey i'm still kind of sick and then i get oh why don't you just stay home like what's, there's no point for me to lose out on money just because and that's that too for our system to work that way for it to go well if you're not deadly sick then you should still go to work. Well, I mean, my mom used to tell me that all the time, though. Are you yeah. throwing up? Are you dying? 
Can you see? No, what are you playing for? You go to school. Okay. <laughs> I, and it's it's weird that we condition ourselves to do stuff like that. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm Where saying. I like, was used to it, so I was like, like okay. Oh, you are you feeling well? Oh, like can yeah, like our, like you're you're fine now, right? Yeah, yeah, I can work now. I'm like still a little bit sick, but I need the money more. Where it's like, bro, that's crazy. That's yeah, like, that's kind of that's it. scary, but kind of sad. Yeah. And I, re- I remember us being like calling MP other people while we were sick. And then when no one can, you can still call the sick person. Like, can you come in? Can you come in? Because yeah. we couldn't find anybody. And they're just like, no. Or, yeah, I can. Or, no, I, I'm like, I legit am I like losing my leg here. And just like, fuck. Like, this person had to fucking get sick. Or it's like, dude, like, it's kind of fucked up to be like, damn. So and so had to really get sick, so now they fucked up the whole like rotation. Where it's like, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like, it's like damn because they're sick, but damn because no one can cover. Yeah. Like you should have enough employees to cover a sick employee. Yeah. But at the same time, no one wants to take the sick person shift. And then when it's like not, and I think that is crazy. So like, you have a full staff with on top of replacements, yet no one can come in. Yeah. And that those are the moments where you kind of go, like, even as a company, is it worth having all these people then? Yeah. Is it kind of worth, like, paying for all these people? And that, and I think that's where it's, like, I feel like a good system that, like, uh, any place should have where if you have your, and I would say, like, your entry employees, because mm-hmm. at least from our experience being entry employees, you don't you maybe work three days out of the week as opposed to like being a actual like uh like key shift lead or key holder. I was an or stuff. entry employee for I felt like a year. Yeah. But I went to hours to no hours to on call only. Yeah. And the on call I took it. As many shifts as there was, I took them. The only thing that sucked was I would usually leave house parties. Usually birthday parties. Usually leave family, family time. Usually leave. I missed out on all those moments or missed out of those moments because I was always on my phone or ready for that phone call to call. Yeah. Because, quote unquote, I needed the money. I I think a cool a cool system. I even left school. Like sometimes I would leave class just to go to work because it was like you guys need somebody. I think like a cool system that some places should have. It's like your employees get three days off. You get two, like, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, true days off. And then you get that third day that's kind of like an on-call day, but you're off. Like, it's not to necessarily say, like, you'll get paid for being off. But at the same time, it's not it's a like, paid on-call. It's, but it's yeah, a, but it's like when you if you're on-call. If you want the hour. Yeah, if someone calls you in because they need someone, then it's like. Hey, today's your on-call but day. But see, the but way you, you did paid. it, I was mad because, uh, I mean, I should have just kept it quiet. But if I would have worked under you, I like the way you had it. Where you guys had it set schedule. Yeah. You had your two days off. Lou had his two days off. Richard had his two days off. And you guys were in sync about it. Yeah. Rather than, like, dealing with what I had to, where it was like, oh, well, so-and-so's days off is this day. But they also asked for this day off. And they also requested this time off. So yeah. I'm going to need you to cover those three days. But when they come back, I'll have them cover you when that ne- never really happened. Yeah. Oh, you still need to work your shift. Well, I worked his shift. 
Well, it doesn't matter. This is your shift. You still have to come in and take it. Yeah. Okay, but I covered. So I worked six days in a row. Oh, oh, oh well, the sixth day. You could work the sixth day, but it's technically a new week because it's new pay period. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. Like, and at that moment, I was pissed because, like, I just covered this fool's three days. Now he's taking a whole week off, and I have to cover his week? Hold on. Wait a minute. That, that'll make sense. Oh, well, we'll find somebody. So you try to call around and find somebody else to work. No one else can. So there I am stuck on my shift, covering someone else's shift, working a sixth day, and then on the sixth day to go, oh, you can only work a half shift because technically it's not a full six. But you still have to work tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I remember <laughs> oh, I I did that. I did that way that schedule because of the same reason. Like, Eventually, if you needed your day off, obviously we we have to find someone for you. The like switch, your, yeah. Your company has to find one for you, but when you're with a small team, it's nice that you can be like, "Hey, I want to get this day off and go talk to the two people that are at your level of employment, yeah, or like your level of shift." <clears throat> And see if they can cover it for you. But the At way least, you had it, though, is like you guys knew your days off. Yeah. You guys knew what day you were going to be busy. You knew what day was going to be the. the like your day off. Your What you needed to do was going to be those two specific days or day of. Because did you do two days in a row or no? Yeah. Yeah. I did two days in a I, row. I thought that was, instead of it being like, okay, you get Tuesdays off every day or every week. Sometimes Thursdays. And now, fuck the schedule because this person wants vacation. And you don't have vacation time, by the way. Yeah. Bullshit. And and that was my whole thing because um, I felt like it was fair. Like, I think that's yeah, kind of unfair. Fair. Because at least if you did have vacation time that you wanted to use, you had sick time you wanted to use or anything like that, at least you could kind of let me know beforehand Mm -hmm. and we can arrange it it. because we were able to like communicate with everyone and be like hey so and so wants this specific days off who wants to who can anyone is anyone willing to switch like switch days or switch schedules with that person yeah it's two weeks out like let us know you kept everybody like like it it, again communication is key on that yeah but that was crazy like to think about it like lou all lou had to do was just lou it up (laughs) Yeah, all you and and that was the main the main goal was to make sure everyone all you had to do was kind of show up, and do what you normally do, because even with like shipping out packages and stuff, though we had some on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like I'd get the main stuff out a Sunday morning before we even opened, mm-hmm. and then yeah, Alex, you did the like systems and stuff. Yeah, and then Alex would come in an hour before we opened on that Sunday. And if there was any marketing that needed to go, she'd do. Like she'd do it. And then we'd have four people working on Sunday. Um, we had I would come in to open and do all the shipments and stuff like that. Alex would come in, help with some marketing. shipments, but if there was marketing to be done, she'd get the marketing out the way or any price changes. Then like after as soon as we open an hour in to being open we had our main closer Mm -hmm. come in Mm -hmm. um and then we had our 
the their closer their help the person that would come and help them close come in maybe like three hours before we closed so it was always like there was always two people in the store at all times yeah so that person like our main closer would take their lunch and then then they would come back from lunch i would leave yeah because i was there already Mm -hmm. and then alex wouldn't take a lunch but by the time she was leaving that the last person coming in to help the closer was coming in yeah so it was always like you were always rotating we were always rotating there was always people there there was always two people there because that's i think that was the best ideal yeah your store's not big where you need more than five you probably only needed the three and then sometimes we were lucky enough that we wouldn't have a lot of packaging to do yeah or a lot of marketing to do so it's like by the time alex got there I'd be done with all the packaging and stuff. And, and I'd be done with all the price changes. Yeah. And it'd be like, we have enough time for marketing unless it's time sensitive or date sensitive. Like, don't worry about it. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Like, let's just have this out the way. So the whoever's closing is just closing and not having to worry about like, are they all they have to worry about is like trash. And then we'd be able to work with all our guests during the day. Yeah. And not have to worry about it. Or they'd just be like, there's nothing else to do guys like if y'all want to just chill like kind of keep the store clean as customers are coming in like, that's all we have to do and then just work on customers and that was the best thing because again like even with um the way i had it scheduled like we had an opener and lou would come in as we were opening uh-huh. and he would be there to watch the store open and then an hour before the store had to close. Yeah. Or like two hours before oh, the Lou? store. Yeah. Oh, Lou has Sunday off though. Yeah. But he wouldn't have to work. He would come in and then help with customer like that morning rush. As soon as packages came in, he would be like working on like the packages and stuff. Our opener would be there for to open and then they would probably be having their lunch by the time your second key holder comes in comes in yeah and then soon as lou was leaving so there'd be three people lou would leave and then like your opener opener would leave when your fourth person was coming in yeah so there would still be three people constantly constantly but we had enough hours to work that way and then you guys had that one maybe one entry level yeah every time yeah and then Lou was Lou would be doing all the packages. Once that second person came in or the closer came in, Lou would be just be doing packages in the back. Be done. By the time day's over, he's done. I forgot tomorrow's Monday. Yeah. Doesn't even feel like it. I know today we didn't really do much today, but I know. I feel like we got a lot done yesterday, so just a deserved a well deserved break today. Yeah. I mean I'm I know you're not one for those, but I'm not one. I think I'm I'm one that once I get old enough that I'll probably be like, you know what? I'm going to take Saturday and Sunday off. But I was talking to my mom about that, too, about taking vacations. Because I was telling her, like, I like taking vacations. Sure. I go. But when I go on vacations, I want to, like, not do anything like that's what I want my vacation to be. 
because she's like, no, you don't want to go like exploring. You don't want to go like, and I'm like, no, it's not that I don't want to go exploring. It's just if I have a vacation, like I rather wake up like whenever I want to look at whatever is near me for like food or entertainment or something. Go to it. Do that. If I want to do something else after, then I can. Mm -hmm. And then like I'm fine because I know like my my folks, when they go on vacation, they like doing like tourist stuff. But I, I don't. I, I'm just like, if we go to Hawaii, like, I want to be at the beach near something where there's good food. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to, like, go exploring. I don't want to go, like, snorkeling. Like, I, that sounds super fun, and I'm down to do it. You just want to relax. But I want to relax because I don't really get to do that here. Like, I'm always, like, bugging with, like, work, bugging with school editing podcasting blah 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 and like even with the things that i want to do on my leisure time like i don't have that much leisure time um well do you feel like let me ask you this if there's moments though where you're just kind of like frustrated and i know there's there's times where people want to tell like either how they feel or what they want on their mind but they don't want to come off as rude not rude but like because they're frustrated yeah because they're just gonna speak like speak without thinking. You well, know that I mean? well, that's why I say you should come back when things are less livid and be more vivid about it. Okay. Because um, when you because I I can say I truly as someone who just kind of speaks her mind doesn't yeah. think before she speaks. Yeah. I've had a lot of incidents where either got me in trouble or gotten the situation in trouble. Well, what do you, what do you, I guess, what's the um, advice you would give for it? Because, you know, some people speak when they're upset. Instead of I, just letting cool it down. I would say, um, obviously, again, like, come back when you're less livid and be more vivid about it. So come back when you're more less angry or upset or frustrated and try to go over it again with a better eye. Mm. Um Obviously, sometimes it's harder to follow the advice than it is to say it. Yeah. In regards to just you may have that mentality already, but kind of at the heat of the moment, you might say things. You may not want um, may regret. May regret saying something that you shouldn't have. Um, me personally, though, I have. Uh, I've kind of been one to kind of hold to what I'm going to say. Hold your tongue. Hold my tongue. I've learned to do that, but I it. think I think I kind of hurt myself. I I know I have hurt myself on it. Yeah. Because I'll have certain relationships that that um kind of hinder because of it. Because whether it's them believing that it's not important enough for me to speak on it, or it is in the whether the topic is not important enough to speak on it to, to um, I don't want to say salvage because it kind of sounds fucked up to say it that way. The the situation isn't important enough that I need to speak on it that hinders a relationship or it hinders a relationship because they feel that the, the relationship is more important than the situation. So it's kind of like if I'm upset... 
I hold I hold back to say things because I don't want to hinder the relationship, especially if I'm already upset. Because not only am I going to speak on the situation, if I'm upset about the relationship leading to the situation, then I will speak on the situation when if I were to just kind of step back, breathe, count to 10, and then speak, then at least I can come back. I can say something more. Yeah, but you already have that thought. Like you said, that thought process of how you feel about it. And, And then there's time. Then that hinders it because... If I need to take a moment to say anything, someone who is at the heat of the moment will probably see it as, yo, you don't see this as important as I do. But at the same time, if I don't say anything and it passes, you will see it as this line that I crossed. Yeah, I can do it again. I can do it again. Because our relationship is more important than this line that I crossed. But it's always best to address things, whether you do it right then and there or you take time to cool off. Because I always say take time to cool off because you're going to say something and regret saying it. But at least you can... I don't need you don't need to write down your every single thought, but at the same Can you time, imagine? like you see, like a relationship having issues, and she just pulls out this dictionary of a book. Like, <laughs> it's just and her internal entries, and that and that's what I mean. Like you don't need because if you have a journal, if you have a dictionary size <laughs> journal, en- entry? journal entry, I hope those <laughs> entries are for like the past you know ten years. And you're coming back. No, to this them is with just it. all of yesterday. Uh, and, you're com- and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if <laughs> you crazy. have something that like a journal that you write in to collect your thoughts or to kind of like write something out that you feel like you need to say it and not exactly in verbatim, but just to kind of get your key points across, then have that. I recommend. But if it. you write it down and you never address, address it, it, then yeah. that's the problem. Okay, that's true. Um, I was like, I was watching um Simpsons the other day. And Lisa was going through her, um, she does it all the time though. And I don't want to say every episode, but any episode that it it is about her, she tends to write in her journal. Journal. She writes, um, oh my God, what did she say? Dear. It's a memoir, right? No. Or Dear Diary? No, it's not a Dear Diary. Oh, Dear Log. That's what she says. Oh, it's a log book. Yeah. Yeah, she's, it's a log and she writes in. And then at the end of it, she kind of like sums it up like, oh, yeah. you know, it's better, blah, blah, blah. But I always I, I never thought of that as being like a a, a a good vent. I mean, I hate writing, but I never would have thought what y- you have in your mind and just write it down. I mean, I know a lot of people do that, so it's not new, but yeah. it's just it is. A, I feel like it would be a good way if a lot of people knew more about it. You know, r- rather than going to therapy. I mean, I'm not saying don't. Like, if you have to, you, yeah. you may have to. But writing it down would actually kind of like, you get to see your point of view. You get to see how your brain works because you can reread it later. I mean, sometimes you'll be like, what the fuck did I write? But Yeah, I mean, I I always plan to, like, have a journal that I write in every year. Do you? And I write, like, the first maybe, like, two weeks. <laughs> and then, you never and do then after that, I don't do it at all. <laughs> But um, but I I feel like it should be that way. Like you have not a diary, but a log. Yeah, where you log events. 
big no, like just... either big events or big like emotional events big i don't know something like something you want to talk about yeah and you just feel like you should just write it down there yeah i do have i do have like three journals and each time like the it's journal like two weeks. the journal is like uh and this is just kind of like um not super exaggerated but just an exaggeration like the the journal like the first five or six pages are like entries and just like thoughts from maybe like 2015 or 2013 then all of a sudden like you flip like the next page is all, all of a sudden it's like thoughts from like 2017 and then you flip a couple of pages <laughs> like 2020 and like all this shit but i i was always like i need to write down thoughts and it works because you kind of like when you kind of have no one to talk to that's like you. that's kind of your way of venting it and putting it getting it off of your chest yeah um and sometimes you just don't you may feel like you don't need to kind of give that weight to somebody else because it's not to say that it's unnecessary to vent and speak but sometimes it's like you don't you may feel like maybe that burden or that weight that you're carrying isn't necessarily like a really really heavy thing yeah maybe you're just kind of like well that's kind of what i mean i i get with therapy is too because like if you want somebody to talk to but without judgment and for them to know really nothing but what you're gonna like vent to yeah that's i mean that's what they're meant for and that's what i mean like if, if you have it's it's a therapeutic thing that you can do and like write your thoughts down or write your feelings down because again they won't build up on you like you write it down how you feel you write it down like because there's some things that I, I remember writing down on on those like um journals and then coming back to them and reading them a couple years later and going like holy fuck not that i don't remember that but holy fuck was i like really like mad or really upset sad. or really like sad about it yeah where it's like now if that was something i had held on to like during that time not to say like it's pushing me over the edge but it'd be like it'd be a very very unnecessary weight to carry with you every single day i did i wrote um i'll say my seventh grade to freshman year and it wasn't every day but if something happened, I tend to like kind of write it down. And I remember I probably did it maybe like once a month. And then in high school, my freshman year, I bought a notebook, like a brand new notebook. And I didn't use it for notes. I just would write. I'm, and it'd be it'd be po like poems I'd find, phrases yeah. I'd find. And I had Twitter then, so I was venting on Twitter. And then I totally forget to write in it, but then I would find stuff on Twitter and then write it down. I mean, it was like, but I never thought of it as venting. I mean, Twitter I did, but Twitter was like venting about my parents. That was pretty much it. Yeah. That was the only reason why I was using Twitter. Just like, my parents don't have Twitter, so I'm yeah, like, honestly, I'm a flame. I'm a here. flame <laughs> on here. But if nobody, That's... everybody would read it and they go, "Oh, is everything okay? Oh yeah, everything's fine." For me, that was what Tumblr was at one point. See, and I ne because never used Tumblr, though. I wish I did, for but I me, never did. What sucks is that I remember making Tumblr. I remember Tumblr joining account. the um, Tumblr uh, where you anonymous, mm -hmm. and you would write it in, and they would make a, like a, 
They would make like like a, the questions stuff. Not the question. Like you would write anonymously your oh, issues. I know what you're talking and about. And they would make them into like a nice meme template. Yeah, like a memorial, like a like yeah, a phrase yeah. or like a like a yeah. Okay, no, but I know what you're talking about. I it's the like the the whispers, right? Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah I it's like about. it's like phrases or like yeah. sayings <laughs> but in a nice like uh aesthetic like background or like yeah i know um, i would do though i would do tons of those like anonymous i just start writing shit <laughs> to see how they would make the pictures i know um yeah i use tumblr i remember when i started doing when i was trying to get more into music i remember reading like Social media presence was a big thing. Um, just kind of being more open, being more personal on Twitter, on, on, on like uh, with your social media presence as like a as I guess as a content creator, you want to be a little bit more personal without being too revealing. Obviously, I, I never but, understood that. But one of the big things that I really enjoyed about Tumblr was having like that blog, the blog entries. Where it wasn't necessarily like a video. That I told blog. you. I showed you that, didn't I? No. Google had a blog before Google became. Yeah, it was Blogspot. Yeah, and I, I, I used the oh, shit yeah, out I of that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you Yeah, and that. I remember like I would get to school because we all had computers. Like at school, every classroom had a computer. Yeah. And that was the only website we were allowed on. Or not that we were allowed on, but the school didn't block. And I remember like hella getting irritated with the teachers or like irritated about whatever and yeah. then i would just like just start typing away <laughs> and then i'd go home and check my phone because i could see it through my phone and go what the fuck was i writing and then i remember finding it again and going, yeah. look what i found <laughs> i remember um because we were doing like the cypher videos at one point Jesus. huh no i was just thinking what year that was oh for me that was 2011 um but i remember doing like the cypher video stuff yeah and then i remember wanting to do like blog entries for the cypher video to not to so people kind of had a more like uh behind the scenes kind of look where it was like he these are general entries from the person that was uh that came up with the idea that directed the cypher videos and then just like overall you see the the final product at the very end you know what i mean yeah um so i really enjoyed doing stuff like that like that was one of the things that i really enjoyed and i used it also to kind of vent um they stayed as rough drafts because they were never really posted but a lot of it was just kind of like venting out frustration like being like oh fuck like this is going on you know so-and-so person is never really around as much anymore. Kind of miss them. Um, miss their presence. Miss their presence. Working too much on this. Like, haven't seen any, like, progression. Like, doing this kind of project here. So, we're moving on to the next one. Frustration yeah. with, like, uh, relationships with friends. Frustrations with, like, parents. Um, just random stuff. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, being yeah. younger. Um and still kind of caring about it like uh so i remember just kind of using tumblr as like the instead of texting it to someone and being like to vent to texting it out on tumblr and then just 
saving it as a rough draft. And then eventually like reading through it over like a course of a couple years and then going like, okay, like I can delete this. Like, I don't need to have this as a rough draft. Like this is just, and sometimes I'm, I think like, damn, I should have probably never erased that because that's not to say that's something that people need to see, but that's something that maybe you need to see over again. Like maybe you have a frustration that like something that I, uh, that I'm rethinking. Um, how do you say this? Not old, I guess old feelings, right? Yeah. Like old emotions that are coming back and go, why was I frustrated? And then you read it and you go, oh, that's why I was frustrated. Yeah. Instead of making yourself even more mad, you kind of like see yourself in that, in that third person view and just kind of go, okay, now I know why I was upset. It wasn't because of this. It was more because of this. Same feelings, just different attitude towards a different, different attitude. Yeah. Back to what I was saying, like you go through it less lividly but you come through it and see it vividly. more vividly. Yeah, I agree. Because there's times where I read things that I wrote, like whether it's like um, song lyrics, whether it's like drawings, whether it's just kind of like doodling doodles that I wrote, like stuff next to. Um, you would do so, that? You would write and then just doodle right next to it? <clears throat> yeah, I, I did. Um, sometimes. Sometimes it'd just be like song lyrics, but then it'd be like, some something that was on my mind reminded me of this song lyric and sometimes I forget I remember even when I was younger there'd be times where I was like in my room Mm -hmm. and I would be like looking at the ceiling kind of like after like a long day of like I guess being a kid and I would go I'm gonna write this word in this part of my room where no one's gonna see it but me I did that and then And then I would write. I, I used to go to bed because uh, my bed was on the wall. And, and I would have, have like a the, pencil. The window seal thing? No. no, actually, it was just on the wall. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> but I yeah. would write, like, because you know how, what are they called? The little, the, like, the oh, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The texture? The texture? Yeah. I would write in the, like, texture, like, there were, like, bubbles. Oh, okay. Like, there were speaker, like, uh, word bubbles. Yeah, yeah. And I would write in them, but I would cover them. With all my pillows, blankets, and um, stuffed yeah. animals. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> One time I was like riding in them. My mom comes in the room and she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> so she moved it and it's just like written. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> but it's God. with pencil. So you could just like erase it. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's like, what the fuck are you doing? You have a paper. Like you have a whole last notebook. Yeah. Why are you writing on the wall? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I go to bed and I'm like writing. I don't know why I did it, but I just thought it was funny because it was like, yeah, I did have notebooks. I had tons of notebooks and papers, so I don't know why I was writing on the wall. Yeah, I still do. <laughs> I have a ton of like composition notebooks that are like halfway done. Yeah. Um, Sketchbooks that are like halfway done, stuff like that. And I'll always, every time I go to like Michael's or like Hobby Lobby or like oh, art stores, it. I'm like, I gotta get a notebook. What is this sketchbook? Like, why is it so nice? And it's like, I have the same exact one at home that I don't (laughs) fucking use. You'll use pages. And I I throw, like, sketchbooks into, like, messenger bags. I put them under my wallet. Yeah, I can imagine how many you have. Because I always have this, like, thought where I'm just like, if I carry it with me, I can make it a habit to carry it with me. And use but it. then I never do. Well, you like, know what's funny? If we move, if we do move in together, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna put all your sketchbooks in each room, just so like if you have that thought of drawing, I I won't. But <laughs> yeah, 
It, you just, it, oh, here it is. <laughs> just start sketching. Because um, one of the things that I've seen, I've seen. Because it'll be um, funny, like you're in the bathroom, right? And you're like, I have an idea. I'm not, not going to do no, that. I'm just saying. But like, I'm not. Though. You open don't, up the drawer. I, don't, I would never do that. <laughs> There's like a fresh ass sketchbook with <laughs> like no, nice dude. pens. Hell no. Um, I'm not sitting in the bathroom for that long ever. Um, That's a lie. Yeah, if I sit in the bathroom for that long, it's because I'm actually using it, not because of anything else. <laughs> you're uh, in the kitchen making food, and you're like, I gotta draw something. No, like, fuck open no. up the cabinet. I'm just, I'm <laughs> you not, open up the fridge, and it's there in the fridge. <laughs> I've never, I've never done that. You're outside oh. mowing the lawn. No, I need. I'm ne- <laughs> I need if to I'm draw. doing one thing, I'm not gonna it's stop in the lawnmower in the basket in the lawnmower. No. <laughs> loose leaves get it loose <laughs> leaves <laughs> so stupid um no but you're walking the dog and yeah like right outside i open the- i open the dog like the minecraft plushies <laughs> like and it's like a fucking sketchbook and shit in there it's like the dog's not even real <laughs> Real? you're just walking the sketchbook you meet up outside and it's in the mail slot you open up the mail slot you're like i got a sketch you're in the garage working on a desk, another desk. You just turn the desk over. There's a sketchbook like taped to the bottom of the desk. <laughs> All right, we're killing this bit. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, You're in the bed and then you just open up a pillow. Stupid. Um, no, I had I I had sketchbooks or I have sketchbooks that aren't finished. But I've seen. Um, that was funny. I can't believe you didn't think that was funny. I've seen some content creators that that do like they make art books, uh-huh. where there's their their art like rough drafts, complete sketches, complete drawings, like by the year. And I've had a friend that was working on that a while back, and I don't think they ever finished it. But I thought that was a really cool. I always thought that was a cool idea. But I never was the type of person that like, I think I I doodle and I do rough sketches and stuff, but I don't think I ever save it that way. Like enough to be like, if I made a sketchbook or an art book of like my artwork for that year, it wouldn't, I'd probably maybe only have like 18 pages because I wouldn't have enough stuff saved. A lot of the things that I draw. I just don't like it and I'll just like toss it or it'll just be like a repetition of something that I always do. I feel like so even with the drawing tablet you have, I feel like you should use that more. And I know I get it. You don't like the same. It's not the same feel as you would paper and pencil. But I do feel like you should use that more, like practice with it more. I want to. You should. Not that you No, I I know. But hear me out. I keep wanting to buy a monitor arm for it. And I'm just looking for no fuck. These won't even <laughs> hold. These mic arms won't hold the monitor. Um, it's I was like looking struggling. at your. I was looking at your your Arm. monitor arms. How it's two of them. I've been debating on. Getting, you don't have that. No, mine. You have two separate. Mine are two separate monitor arms connected to the wall. Okay. Um, but I've seen one. Where... I like I like that one. The two the dual ones that I have. The yeah. only thing that I would say the headache is the um tightening and untightening thing and yeah. i don't know if yours is the same way but i feel that one's a little mine off. mine aren't because you said it's hydraulic 
Yeah, it looks like it's hydraulic. I it feels like it's like a spring like this. Yeah, but it's, well, that's kind of what the term is. Oh, okay. Well, it's just not. It's not to me. It's not secured enough. Yeah. Like I feel like it's probably an older, a really older model, because as I tighten it, it'll bounce back, and if I loosen it, that fucker's just gonna spring all the way up, and it's like, okay, well, I don't get yeah. this. I don't know. I think uh, well, I tightened it and it stayed like stiff. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine right now. So it's gonna. It's over time. As soon as I like try to move the monitor <coughs> or something, that thing's gonna just go. Oh, yeah. I like I like the monitor mounts that I have right now because mm -hmm. they're on my wall. Yeah. I just wanna. I don't want to downsize my screen, but I want to not have them curved anymore. You want to I want like a flat screen oh, really? monitors now, but I get why they're curved because they become a little bit more ergonomic and more immer uh, immersive i just don't i don't like the fact that they're kind of like sticking out when i can have them like Push flat the wall, yeah. against my wall especially because my drawing mount my drawing tablet is flat also so i would like to have it more Where uniform would you put your um drawing tablet though i want to have a a monitor arm that's so long that i can like push it up and kind of have it to the side so it looks like it's three monitors but then i can just grab it and Move pull it, it down yeah okay, okay. that's all i i just need to get if i can see the monitor arms in person that would be kind of more helpful because i want to have a, a deep enough arm where if i put it on my desk it's not going to be like short that i can't i have to like lean forward to draw like i would prefer to have it where you it's can kinda, pull it up. Yeah, and it's I can have it right in front of me without it being in the way of everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can still use your control your mouse and keyboard. Yeah. And then I think about like having making the little keyboard shelf under my under my workstation oh, to pull, it out? To pull out my mouse. But I don't it. like it because I want the maneuver of the mouse yeah, to I be like, more I free. I don't think you'd use it. Maybe for the keyboard only, but not the mouse. Like the keyboard I can probably pull and have it uh, here, but the mouse I would like. But you, I know, there. yeah, because you need that movement. You need the freedom of the movement. Yeah. But I don't even think you'd probably like the keyboard on the... Under. Under. Yeah. I just feel like you wouldn't be. You wouldn't... You, as a person that I know, probably would get annoyed that you would have that. I don't yeah, know. it kind of gets in the way of your legs. Yeah, because then so. you gotta stand back more. Yeah. And then you gotta re now you gotta reach for your mouse for it. I should just do like a glass top, and have a, a keyboard under, so I can look down and just like I can still see my hands. Yeah. On the that keyboard. Would work. Instead of you pulling it out, it's, it's there. There. To me, just like you're just putting your hands under. The only thing would be you grabbing your mouse. Yeah. But it's right next to you, so you're not reaching all the far. Yeah. Henry called me the other day. I can't imagine, though. What? How distraught he is. Yeah, he was really sad. Um, for those that don't know, um, Yonkers rapper DMX. Yeah, he's from Yonkers. Yonkers, New York. It's a, like a neighborhood. I thought you were talking about Tyler, the creator. No, that, that's why. So, um... <laughs> DMX, uh, Darkman X, or Earl Simmons, 
uh, passed away last week. Um, I don't really have anything like any sounds or anything to, but for those that may not know or have yet to hear the news, DMX uh, passed away um, from heart failure. And uh, he was on life support for about a week. Yeah. The music industry, or actually the hip hop culture, took a really big hit with that one. I mean, a lot. I know a lot of people just. It's it's funny because it's a weird topic because, with hip hop and just like music in general, like you have a certain artists that, not to say like slip through or kind of like fade fade away a bit. Yeah. Into the background and kind of like, are no longer in the limelight as much. But like for an artist like DMX, you know, for he was in the early, er, early two thousands, so he was like in the nineteen ninety nine, two thousand one. But he was he was a really popular artist, like multi platinum, multi diamond artist. Um, I mean, it's funny because what year? What year was he big? Early two thousands. The I, fact that he still was still talked about. Like now, yeah. And not and not even now, but just up to now. Like he was always still talked about. People were still using his songs for yeah. memes and stuff. But yeah. like everyone knew and everybody knows who DMX was. Yeah, so. and it's it's weird because we're now at an age, or we're now at a time where some of these great artists, like and lyrical artists, are no longer like well known like that. Yeah. Where you can tell a kid, hey, you know, do you know who DMX was? And they'd be like, no. And I think we're reaching a point where that kind of like longevity for an artist. Um, I feel like it's short now. It's too short. I feel like it's too <laughs> no, short. Not the no, too short. <laughs> I know. But in the sense of like, it's too short because I feel like you, you can like ask- Snoop, who's been running in the game for. I don't think people know Snoop Dogg as an artist, as a like hip hop artist anymore. They know him as an entertainer. No, they know him as a as a as a rap artist, but not like how we remember, or how I guess it'd be your generation would remember him. Like my mom used to say all the time, like no, Snoop was like thug, like Snoop was like the like hardest guy that we knew, like in the rap game too. Like he didn't give a fuck about nobody. Like not to say like we were afraid of him, but it was just like he was he was hard, like he played the part and he was the part like not someone to, not someone to mess around with just like 50 cent you know but now no one will be ice cube i mean now in this gen- like this generation how they see ice cube is entertainer yeah they see him as an actor yeah not really the rapper and that's what i mean like but snoop that's Dogg's how- not an actor snoop dogg was never snoop dogg will do snoop, guest appearance snoop but dogg not- is an entertainer though I mean, no, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying. I, I would say people know Snoop Dogg more as the... Music. No. I would say people know Snoop Dogg more as an entertainer. Okay. And I will tell you, some some kids don't even know who Snoop Dogg is. And I can tell you the only reason they may know who Snoop Dogg is is because of people like Stone Mountain. Same people that know T-Pain because of like eSports. Snoop Dogg is known as like being an announcer for bo- celebrity boxing, boxing matches. Yeah, I remember that. Like, a lot of people don't know, and that's and it's not really saying like Snoop Dogg isn't 
Snoop Dogg, not to say Snoop Dogg isn't like a like a great artist, but when's the last what's the last album that he released when he became Snoop Lion and this was like 2015 16 yeah so it's like it's in music wise five six years are like centuries now max because and i can tell you even i would say like drake is probably still in the not as heavy but still i'm waiting for kanye west to drop the hottest album after this whole like divorce this like shit i feel like he's about to drop the hottest flame right now I don't. I don't. Everyone's know. gonna be like, "Oh shit!" I don't know. Kanye, Kanye does. Kanye does things that I know make him a genius, and then there's sometimes where it's hard to. It's hard <laughs> to be like, serious? "This is the genius that I listen to." Guys, <laughs> yeah, like, for it, real? it's weird because it it becomes one of those things where. I should have that. They kept eyeing me. First they're sour, then they're sweet. It it's hard because. For Kanye, it's one of those things where it's hard to not to say like, oh, I'm defending him. I love his music. He's a fucking genius when it comes down to like producing music and making like beats and sampling choices and stuff like that. Smart Um, producer, for sure. But with the same qualities that Kanye has, I can say artists like Big Crit have. You know what I mean? Um, What about Eminem? Didn't Eminem? No. Eminem deduced production. Like, he made beats and stuff. But I wouldn't. Not to say Eminem has his style. And, like, for me, Eminem, it's kind of funny because... Well, Eminem it, came out with a couple singles even even during his quote-unquote retirement. He never retired. Never really, huh? He just stopped. He just never retired. I mean, his last album came out last year. That wasn't last year. Songs of... Songs to murder with by, no, yeah, and he actually he just released something this year, it was like a deluxe edition of that same album, but like it's a true deluxe, it's like a whole different album. I don't think it's an album. Yeah, so oh, songs to get murdered by, mm-hmm. music to be murdered by. Oh, there's a side B and a side A. Yeah. Oh, wow, he did come out with it. Side B came out this year, and Side A came out last year. Hmm. Yeah, after I was thinking after Kamikaze. Like, he didn't really come out with anything except for singles, but no, no. he came out with a whole album. Never mind. Because the only one I heard that would be considered recent, which was in 2020 or 2019, was probably. Godzilla. Okay. That was part of, like, the Venom album, right? No, that was that's music to be murdered. Really? It's in here. Uh-huh. Oh. That's why I was confused because it's Juice World. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, I know it wasn't. Maybe it was twenty twenty. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. But I I swear I thought it was twenty nineteen when he released that single. But I mean, who knows? No. The uh, single. I mean, the single for Godzilla. For Godzilla. Yeah. Because no, that was, the, was that was the last that I heard from him, but I didn't know he made this this album. Yeah. Also say like, wait, is was he out of retirement or something? No, he never retired. <laughs> he just stopped making music but I for think, a minute. I think a lot of it just has to do with, um, for and not to say for artists like him because it can be anybody, but I think you reach a point in time where you can 
stick with your niche of what you're doing as an artist Mm -hmm. and then you'll have your fan base that follows you um well my my example would be lana del rey she's not as popular she probably dropped a little bit more too because of um controversy that she was going through yeah and i don't know much about it but i still liked her old music and then the music she's coming out with recently it's not like it wasn't her original, but it's not like a favorite either. Yeah. But it's kind of like she's keeping her, I guess, her love for music going. Yeah. And I'm, I don't, I'm not gonna go. Oh, I hate it because I don't like her. It's like no, it's just she mm. makes it. That's cool. Go for her. Good for her. Yeah. There's gonna be people that like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Lil Nas X. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, there's, you have your like, fifteen minutes to do what you're doing, and then your 15 minutes are up and then they're up and not to say like you're you can't keep doing what you like to do Mm -hmm. and you can't get paid doing what you like to do but i think every artist peaks at one point Mm -hmm. and then they'll they'll peak and then they try to be innovative and change but it just uh, but it just doesn't fit like their style or it doesn't fit and they end up losing more than gaining on it. But, some, you know, you can become like a legacy act at one point where it's like if, if Snoop wasn't doing like all this other stuff and he just performed music. like the fucking music like overseas, there's a ton of fucking like people that still enjoy Snoop Dogg where he can go tour overseas like for a whole six months with nonstop and come back and be chill. And, you know. Um, did you hear about um Lil Nas X, or did we talk about it last time? No, we didn't. We didn't talk about Lil Nas X. No, we didn't talk about Lil Nas X. Okay. Uh, as we were saying, a uh, Lil Nas X, he made a song called "Montario," "Call Me by Your Name." Um, yeah. And it had a huge backlash on, and I won't say Twitter, but on, I'll say on Twitter because that's like where all the hot heat is coming from. Yeah, but it's a bunch of like religious people going after him because they're like, "How dare you mock God?" Blah 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 blah, and I mean, put proved a proved a point to say, "Okay, first you guys tell me go to hell, and then as soon as I like make a video about me doing it, you guys are like upset. Like I don't get this." Yeah, <laughs> I just it's it's comical. It's it's funny. The song's good. Like. It's just because his music video shows, like, him giving a lap dance to the devil is kind of, like, what ticked off the religious part of Twitter. Yeah. And, and hey, they have every right to be upset, but they can't really be upset when they're watching it. Like, if they're hearing about it and seeing it, then why would you go and watch it? Why would you go and click it? People need to realize that, like... Not all music for for everybody. Yeah. If it's not for you, then don't listen to it. But it's like every day he posts something and then there's tons of comments underneath that are like, you're going to go to hell. I hope the gay, I hope you pray the gay away, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my God, like it's not that serious. And even he's like, I made Old Town Road. Your, Your kids just so happen to like it, but I'm not here for your kids. I'm here for me. I'm here to make my music. I'm not here to babysit. I'm not here to be a role model. That's not my intentions. Yeah. You put me up there, then 
you have to deal with it. And you just have to explain to your kids, like, why I'm not a role model. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of a lot of people put, like... Pra- praise it. Praise with... um. People put other people on pedestals and they need to realize that there's going to be a long fall. And they don't understand that. Like, you can't it's expect a long, it. It's a long fall when you put people on pedestals and people don't seem to understand that. It's kind of one of the the haha things about people following celebrities kind of back to the conversation of the whole like um dan and david dobrik thing because oh, it's really? cause, yeah it, it goes back to the whole would you even care if you didn't know who this was true you know what i mean like i i, and I think that's a big thing that you know well just because they're up there in publicity yeah you want to be right oh, you want to be right there like yeah you like want to like you. it bothers you like you should worry about what the fuck you're doing and not what, what the fuck a celebrity yeah. is doing. If they're like, ruining their life, let them. If Little Nas X wants to fucking like shake it down with his BBL on the devil, like let him. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care. That doesn't affect me. Yeah. <laughs> like it, like it don't. I I don't plan to be there. I don't plan to like get hard off of it either. Like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like um, yeah. Like the the biggest thing for me is just that. Like with the whole Little Nas X situation, like. Let him do what he does. Let him do his music. Like, if it's not his fault your kids like Old Town Road because it was catchy. Like, the the music industry made it catchy. Like, yeah. the, everybody in the music industry, like, made they it the thing. It. They pushed it. Yeah. And it's kind of biting them in the ass. Kind of, because you fucking, like, you realize what kind of artist he is after. Like, he, he like old town road is about doing drugs like i don't know what i don't know what people yeah. would like well don't somebody was saying that. it was about him writing like writing guys like yeah so and that's what i'm saying like <laughs> but any song you think and you listen to you're gonna find innuendos in it like you know, if you put me, if you if you make my, it, if the shoe fits you're gonna wear it <laughs> my whole thing is man like even if it pe- doesn't fit people are mad at little nas x for grinding on the devil but no one got mad at like fucking Cardi B and um No, they did Meg the Stallion no, they fucking did. rubbing vaginas together. Yeah, like, yo, on on um uh, the Golden Globes or whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah. like who fucking cares? If you don't like it, then don't fucking, <laughs> fucking watch, watch it. it. It's yeah. not for you, even, bro. Like, even that, like I was telling Ryan, like my coworker, because he was kinda like, You can't you I'm not upset, like, you know, it's what it is, it's what he did. I'm like, that music slaps. I'm not getting mad at you, Ryan. I'm just saying it's kind of frustrating when you have these religious people who are getting upset because he's talking about the devil. Okay. It's like controversy. Like they he's talking about the devil but then but he nowhere is there like a god. He doesn't bring up a god. He he is dressed up like an angel. He yeah. is dressed up like Adam or not Adam, but a snake and then he he's in the garden of Eden. But nowhere does it say like that's where he's at. Like nowhere does it say. I mean even if he he is meaning that uh, and, and that's <laughs> it's thing. just funny because that's the, what he said like first you guys tell me go to hell and then as soon as i do y'all are bitching like what and the thing is too it's like if you look it, it's probably not even him that directed the video like it's probably someone said hey i have this idea that i thought of being listening to that song like let's push this video like this style of video for this song like regardless of what the fuck you're actually talking about in the song anyways yeah like let's just because if you listen to the lyrics of the song he says eve uh, 
Does he? I I have never listened yeah. to the song, so like for me, like that's why I'm like, well, he actually my, does say my, he doesn't leave in the garden. But the, but that's what I'm saying. Like, my, I'm not offended. My opinion on it is, <laughs> don't even take mine like as concrete because I don't listen to it. I've yet to see the video, and oh, I don't really it? care to see the video. Music's good. Like I, I like the, the meme of it where like he's coming down and people like see like oh shit what the fuck <laughs> the, like TikTok but, videos where they're like. But even then, it's Hi, like. But he—that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like even then, for me, it's like, um, it's just no, like a 15 minute thing. I, no, like, and it, see, that's and, the thing. I was gonna tell you, um, with the whole 15 minute fame, he would be an example where his 15 minute fame was Old Town Road. He just decided to keep going, and whether he gets big again or not, he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't bothered because I even told I told um, Elise like, remember Panini? Panini came out couple of people liked it and then when we played it for your brother and your brother's like the song's so stupid it just wasn't for him but he wasn't famous off that song yeah this song comes out and the only reason why he's famous off of it or he's known by it is be- because the news are talking about it yeah churches are talking about it i mean i hope he gets billy i hope he get you know what i hope he gets miley cyrus on this one on that, that song if he can get her dad yeah, on his, old town yeah, road get miley, cyrus. get miley cyrus on whatever this one the no but called. they're saying it's I an agenda like these the people too. these people are like he has an agenda like the the multi the multimedia the media has an agenda to to sabotage and and brainwash your kids and he's like what agenda he's like i just made a song with this music video like i didn't plan with nobody well look at miley cyrus she was he's like she was a young actor who fell into the Hollywood, like, the Hollywood... Look at, look at Britney Spears. Look at my... Sorry. Yeah, like, they like, they were look, they were look. not brainwashed, but they were controlled. Why, and why do you think... Fucking, look at Amanda like, Bynes. Like, why do you think, like... She was 13 years old when she was doing... When she was in the industry, and now look at her. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think, like, Hillary Duff never had to deal with anything? I'm looking straight because it's like... Keep interrupting me, but no, it's because I was trying to like figure out who else, like um, who else was a big one. Well, look at Hillary Duff, like nothing, she's fine. nothing. She's fine. She did her time on Disney, and, and then, then fucking was like, nothing. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. They tried to give her a music career, and she said, she no. said no. Yeah, it's the same thing. As I don't like, blame her. What What's his name said? What's his name? Uh, Dylan Sprouse. Yeah, was like, you know, you guys are lucky they didn't give me an. Uh, you guys are lucky we refused to do a music contract. Me and um, my brother. Brother, yeah. And it's just like, it's true. Like, that's that's the run that Disney has with their Not just actors. Disney, but just young young actors. Because it doesn't have to be just Disney. You're talking about um, any anything with kid acting. Like, yeah. in the movies, kid acting. But you have, you have them do, and it's funny because you have them do the whole, they're kid actors, they become musicians. If they become well as musicians... They fall through it. Then they fall. They keep going. Like Demi Lovato. Yeah. And then, but, and then you also have like Ariana Grande. Like Ariana Grande is a perfect example of that as well. Kid actor becomes a singer. Did really well. Is, is doing really she well wasn't as a really, singer. Well, okay. I'll, I'll argue with that because she wasn't really a kid. She She's was, a kid. She if was you're, if 17, you're acting, she was 18. If you're, if you're acting in Nickelodeon and Disney, yeah. I'm just going to refer to you Disney, as a kid actor. Yeah. Um, if you're coming from fucking Nick Splash or Mickey Mouse Club and then you become a musician somehow, <laughs> it's you, all of that's planned. Like literally yeah. Backstreet Boys was already part. NSYNC was planned because the Backstreet Boys were already a thing. Yeah. Um, 
Justin Timberlake didn't go through that far. Justin right? Timberlake, yeah, they did three albums, and after that, they stopped. No, that's what I'm saying. They didn't go as no, far. No, like that, they, most, you could talk about most boy bands, especially like One Direction. They don't go as far. Like the only person, people that I can agree that went far was the Jonas Brothers. But even in that, they split and were. And that's split. why they're doing good. And no, but, that's but they what went I mean. back. No, they but that's what back. I mean. It's like, in sync is the same way. You have your, your four or five like singers right they're not it's not that they're like best friends from originally from like high school or something yeah no they were put together by like a guy a uh no an industry agent that's trying to make a band yeah it go if it goes off it goes off if it doesn't then it's like yeah whatever but it's like i made my i made my 15 La- lance bass but fucking that's a little Chris, Patrick, whatever, and fucking, <laughs> they found Joey Fatone in Florida, and they were just like, you know what, we're making a band, like, come join, and he's like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it, bro. Lil, and then- Lil Nas X, though, was one of those where he got his 15 minutes of fame. He decided to continue his fame or whatever fund he can get through, like, shows, music videos, um, popping up in commercials, mm-hmm. like, just doing his, like, small little, like, hits, um, but then making his music he was always doing. Just nobody really... Care. Paid attention to yeah, his music. Yeah, it, it wasn't like and Old now Town they are. Yeah, Now that's they are because of this But it's the same thing. Video. Little Nas X would be considered, I would, and it's funny to say this generation's, this generation's Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's, I agree. That's the only way I can see it. Because not a lot of people did like her in the beginning. And it's not because I personally, not to say like I hated Lady Gaga. No, it just I, wasn't your. I, it's not my taste. Pop music is not my taste of music. Then she came out with Poker Face and then everybody Poker was Face, like, everyone knew. I know that song. No, that's something. Ever and since then, Poker Face, because she made other songs. Poker Face came out and she was like tip of the iceberg. Everybody liked pop music. Rihanna started coming out with music. DJ mm-hmm. Khaled started doing collabs. Like it, all that pop industry was up there, higher than rap, higher than than R and B. Pop was up there with Lady Gaga, and then now. Well, that's why it's called pop. Now where is popular? It, music. Now where is it at? No, but I mean it's not as big anymore. Like where everybody's back into rap with the no, whole, it's pop music with rock. Uh, no, well you know what I mean. Not like popular music, but it's like the dance music. Yeah, but it's a genre of music. It's pop yeah. music. It's popular music. Whether you're rapping in it, like wop wop wop. Now, That's considered but now, pop, though it falls this, under the genre of rap. Yeah, this genre now that is music. like that is most known and most talked about and most listened to is now the new generation rap. Yeah, pop yeah. music. Um, whatever you know what I meant. I'm not gonna explain myself. But that's a but that's what I'm saying. Like it's just pop music that becomes popular. Then you have that artist that can either can continue to be popular like drake or the baby um or even like well i want to say lady gaga but she's more popular because of her like clothing stuff i would assume her polaroid she don't even have nothing to do with pictures (laughs) but that's what i'm saying like i would say because even you said that because even with like Kanye West, Kanye West is considered a pop artist, though he is in the genre of hip hop. But even then, it it falls under this whole. Is he now? Yeah, I would still consider him hip hop, though he released a gospel album. Yeah, I was going to say. But, uh... 
but that's what I'm saying. Like Drake, Drake is a hip hop artist, mm-hmm. but he is a pop star. Yeah. He is a popular yeah. music artist. Yeah. So it, it brand it umbrellas over a bunch of shit. But what I'm saying is like you either you have like your 15 minutes and you can continue going and people not to say you fade away and people forget because you have your like loyal fan base that follows you for the actual music. Or you continue or you continue rolling, rolling that wave until it's kind of done. You know what I mean? And I think for little Nas X um, doing what he's doing, I feel like he's always been that kind of artist to just be like, yo, I want to do music that I want to do. Yeah. And he just got. I think what helps him too is Twitter. Like he's he's big into Twitter. Like he's heavy into the Twitter industry. Yeah. Well, I would say like social media in general, but Twitter is like his. Everybody's following him. Yeah. On, on Twitter, my my huge thing or my argument or the thing that frustrates me is the Nike thing that he made shoes, the Satan shoes. Did you see those? Yeah, yeah. and and uh, I'll tell I'll say what I told you where. Nike wouldn't have cared until people started making a big deal out of it. Yeah. And uh, and I but think But I I like that makes no sense because the argument is is like they made Jesus shoes. And how can you not have a Satan shoe? Like okay. Just cuz you guys didn't think of that. But you guys approved the Jesus shoes. I can I can get going. We didn't approve the the Satan one. But so we don't like we're not contributing to it. Yeah. But don't sue him for it. Just because he, like, had the idea, well, since you guys made a Jesus shoe, might as well make a Satan shoe. But then, then the argument it goes, well, do you know how big their fan base is of, like, Christian communities? Like, especially with Nike. Like, Nike's known for family-friendly in general. So then why even bring religion into it? Why are proof of either of them? Why even have the Jesus shoe to begin with? To begin with. Well, the Jesus shoe, you get holy water at the bottom of the foot. And then in the Satan shoe, you get a like a drop of blood. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes back to it goes back to that conversation that we have. Me, like, me and Ryan were at work today. The other day we are going, well, whose blood is it? Yeah, yeah, actually, that's the real question. That's the real debacle. Whose blood is it? It's the blood of the workers that made the shoes. No, we were saying, can you imagine if you go to pick up the shoe and it's like a, like you're diabetic, <laughs> pricking your finger just so they put it in the shoe and they go, okay, these are your shoes now. <laughs> no, that's what they did. No, well, they were doing it with the, I don't know where they're with getting the, the blood. buying the, the shoe? Person, oh, like, no, no, you no. go to the shoe palace yeah. and there's a nurse on deck and then she's like. No, the, the way, from my understanding, <laughs> and I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but. I don't even know if it's um, true. Like, if there's actual blood in there. I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but um, it's supposed to be the blood of the employees for that shoe company. Not the Nike one, but the company that made the shoe. The shoe, even the Jesus shoe, not or the yeah the holy shoes or the Jesus shoes, like it it was the company that provided the holy water for the blood. <laughs> if I don't again, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but it was supposed to be like the workers volunteered and like donated the, blood. donated blood, not like quarts and quarts no, obviously, no, no. but, but that's from my understanding, it's like one it's one employee per shoe. 
and it was just literally like you're saying like they nick them a little bit and to get the drop of blood the drop of blood yeah that's what they do that's what we were thought we were funny we we're like wait but whose blood is it like that's all we care <laughs> you do a 23 and me on your shoes yeah. to see where they're from <laughs> see where they're from yeah what's their name where they live um like, uh, we just thought it was funny because it was like, can you imagine going to like a foot, foot locker and there's a nurse on deck where she's like pricking her finger and then she just puts the blood in there and she's like, there you go. These are your shoes now. That'd be so dumb. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, again, with the, with the whole like shoes and the controversy with that, it's like artists will stick to their niche. Like there's some artists that stick to their niche and don't need to adapt because they'll have their fan base that follows them forever and then there's some artists that just need to adapt with the times yeah and even then if they didn't want to i can guarantee you that there'd be at least some some people like like a a large group of people that would follow them like if you had i don't know who's an artist that's not that popular anymore like little wayne little wayne could drop shit whenever and people will still listen to it same with eminem and I'm not saying that they're not good artists, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, not to say they're, it's funny to say, like, their 15 minutes of fame is up or their 15 minutes of the spotlight is up because you have so much other stuff going on, especially with this, like, microwave society that we live in yeah. or microwave, microwave content consume, consummation that we have where it's like people... Like, I was super excited when the Kid Cudi album came out. Yeah. I only listened to it twice, and I haven't listened to it again. Ever, ever since. And not to be like, it's not a good album, but it's like, I listen to other shit. Like, there's so much other shit coming out. I know, like, um, Martin is the one that um, messages me links to new albums that are coming out of artists that he likes and artists that I like. And be like, hey, like. This artist just dropped this. Like, I was keeping an eye on this. And I used to be more on top of that when I was younger. And I just haven't been able to really do it like that anymore. Where I remember, like, listening to certain artists as, like, their album dropped that night. And being like, fuck, I'm super excited for this. Like, I'm super excited for this artist. I remember when, um, like, Lil Wayne dropped the Drought mixtapes. Yeah. Like, I remember staying up and getting on Dat Piff and downloading them. And then... I remember when, um, like, Chameleoner dropped his last mixtape. And it was, like, the mixtape Messiah 7, which was the last mixtape for his series. And then he put $100 in it. Oh, like, he really? put a $100 bill. You bought the album for 20 bucks. Like, he had a limited edition run. I think it was, like, $20 for the physical copy. But then there was $100 in it. And then you had $100 in the, al- the mixtape. And then some people never opened them and they have it sealed with a hundred dollars in it with a hundred in it. And it's like Chameleon stopped rapping like he stopped making music, but he did a whole bunch of other things like in the tech industry and stuff like like that. Akon Akon too. He like invested or he helped fund like cities in Africa and little towns in Africa. And that's and he stopped doing music and never heard from him ever. And it's not to say like they're not good anymore. Because Akon could probably drop a song tomorrow and it'd be, like, a really good song. Same thing with Chameleon. Like, he can probably do, like, a drop of, like, a mixtape or a little small project and people will listen to it. Because like, his fan base is still there. Because his fan base is still there. 
you know? And plus we're curious, like, oh, what have you been doing after yeah. all these years? Yeah. So, and, and I think that's the big thing. Like, a lot of people need to understand that music. Or like Jim certain, Jones. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, Jim Jones is a good artist. Um, but some people need to understand that, you know, with with music, content, and just like art in general, like, it's not f- always going to be for you like it's or like that one what did we watch bad trip yeah where he was like you look like the guy who is an artist oh like you go you look like the guy that's an that's an artist that lives with your girlfriend and ha- like hasn't sold any art at all because <laughs> you want to keep it for yourself <laughs> like you want yeah <laughs> and you haven't paid rent for any of it <laughs> yeah that's so stupid um <laughs> why is it so specific yeah i was laughing because that was hella funny but <laughs> But it's it's just like that. It's like you you have, it's the term, or it's the saying like that's what the colors are for. Yeah. Because everyone has their own favorite color. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Like everyone has their own taste in music. Like it's not necessarily you. I guess you'll know what trash. Everyone should know what a trash song is. Like uh, uh like combined like together. Like everyone would probably be like, yeah, that song is bad. But ultimately, it's like Numa Numa is not trash. Everybody liked that song. No, but I'm not saying this. Who said that? Numa Numa, Numa Numa Numa. Why are you saying that? I think it's trash. No, I'm just saying some people do. Some people yeah, but I'm uh, like, I don't think it's trash. But like it's I a said, slapper. <laughs> but like I said, everyone has their own taste in things. So it's like Little Nas True. X making that song and making that music video, like. I haven't heard the song, and I haven't heard the music video, or I haven't seen the music video. I'm just not into the Little Nas X like that. Even with Old Town Road, I was not into it like that. So I gotta show you. Um, maybe. Okay. But even, but even then, it's like I don't really, unless someone, sh- like you're doing, you're gonna show me the music video. Like I wouldn't go out of my way to go watch it, and not because of like I, oh, I need to see the controversy or, uh, but. I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I don't listen to his music like that. If I was a fan of his and then he released the, the thing, I'd be like, if I w- really was a fan of his music, I would literally, my opinion on it would be this. Well, if you guys heard his music more, you guys would know that he, I, this is the kind of music that he makes. Yeah, yeah it's so not it's surprising. Like, so that's, yeah. So that's a big thing, too. That's true. That's very true. Because, you know, you know, the artists that you listen to. Like, unless they throw you a bit, well, Kanye's one that they can throw you a big old curveball and you'll be like, what the fuck? But even then, like, you'll know what you're listening to because, yo, it's Kanye. You know what I mean? But so many people were so upset with him on it. It's like, what? But just, just as quick as people were upset, people forget. He can come out with another new song and people will be like. Someone said, Kids Bop, trying to figure out how to do Call, my, call Me By Your Name. Oh my god. That's kind of true though. <laughs> so dumb. Um Well, before we leave, um I do want to say again we didn't really cover the topic, but rest in peace DMX. Um one of the one of the greatest rappers uh, to ever grace the microphone in mainstream media. Um, 
I know, again, like we were saying, like, you have your kind of like time frame where you're like up there and you shine bright. And then you have, you know, where you kind of get to chill and relax. And with DMX, oh, that's what I was going to say. You either you either die a hero or see yourself or or grow into a legend. No, no. You either die a hero or live long enough to um, be in the sequel. Oh, yeah. It's kind of I think it's kind of like that with musicians. And it's it's so weird to say it that way. But it's like either you die young as an artist and you're remembered forever or you grow old as an artist, which obviously is the plan for everyone because you want to actually reap like the what you sowed. Yeah. Um, but you get to retire and like you. Yes, you fade kind of away into the background, but at least you get to enjoy it. And I think one of the big things for DMX as an artist was that he got a chance to kind of enjoy the spotlight that he had. He did deal with a bunch of shit before and after retirement yeah but like at the time frame for his passing you know he was very like um acceptable of of things where he was like i lived a really good life like i did a lot of things and i mended a lot of like bridges that i had like um burnt down you know i've reconnected with people that i had problems with because of like my drug addictions because of like just the way i was mm-hmm. um but you know i i was able to reconnect with everyone i am a vessel of a spiritual to my spiritual realm that i will reach later on um but i'm if i were to die today i i i wouldn't have any like regrets or any complaints yeah so with DMX, he was very, um, he would always say that he was in pain in regards to not being out of, still being, because he was still in the physical form. Okay. Like, that's how he would see it. Like, people are still in pain because they're, until they kind of, like, transition over to this to a spiritual form, you will always be in pain in your physical form. Because you won't be like truly enlightened, you won't be in like the true embrace, and this and this isn't like verbatim of what he was saying, but this kind of falls into what he was saying because of his beliefs. But it's like, um, again, you're in your physical form, you will always be in pain because until you transition to like a spiritual form and you're closer to God, you're closer to his love, and you're closer to his reach, Mm -hmm. then that's when you'll no longer feel pain, and you'll finally feel like the true love, true love embracement, you know? Um, And I think for him, being as old as he was, I believe he was in his 50s, um, like he, he got to live a really good life, especially being like through the things that he had to go through, and he brought oh, so many other people in from his camp with him who are now doing things on their own. Yeah. Like you have like Swiss Beats doing the verses with Timberland. You have a whole lot of like other groups that came from like Yonkers and came from New York, that New York area to kind of be somebody like somebody because they kind of like he opened that door for a lot of other artists 
Yeah. Like there was it's a It's like point. one person gets big in their town and it's kind of like, okay, this is our chance to get noticed. Yeah. So now everybody's looking at us. So he, he opened the door for a lot of people and um, with, with him, I know, and I'll say this story before we end the show, but um, yeah, like he, he opened a lot of doors for people. He, he made it, he, he was very confident in who he was and he wasn't ashamed to be like a religious person, especially in an industry that kind of like shamed people for being religious yeah. or shamed people and having their beliefs and like God and stuff. Um, but yeah, with that, um, rest in peace, Earl Simmons and our condolences to his family. Um, he is in, he finally reached, you know, a better place as he would say not suffering and he's not like suffering or in pain um at least he's out yeah and rest in rest again rest in peace dmx um with that as well like rest in peace to a lot of artists that have passed away within the last couple years r.i.p um prince philip (laughs) right i don't know (laughs) um i was just reading because he died too also oh i was gonna say rest in peace prince um r.i.p uncle phil uh nipsey hustle um pop smoke juice juice world x x x x tentacion um but again most important most importantly dmx for the time right now um and uh yeah Uh, <laughs> I did want to before we end this. Oh my god! Um, with with the talk of like DMX and stuff, um, I want to give a shout out to one of his biggest fans that I know. Um, the the homie himself, um, Big Pimpin H A Pedroza. Uh, he uh called me just. He called me on Saturday to give me the news about DMX's passing. And, you know, we had a big old talk. But uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite things with. Memory. Like my, one of my favorite memories with Henry um, was definitely like when we would kind of like make fun of him for being a DMX fan. (laughs) Because he was like, DMX, like. DMX is so like whack and blah 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 and then he, gets, he got uh, he like hella he, mad, he huh? got hella mad and I remember he got he was a big fan of like DMX and Don Omar and we used to be like you know who's more trash than DMX Don Omar dude like Don Omar is so fucking trash he's like fuck y'all like he'd get hella mad and one time he like got so mad he left like we were hanging out and he went and sat in his car and like listened to DMX in his car like just kind of pissed and that was like really really funny why are you Uh, being mean to him what (laughs) it was just like uh, people made fun of me for a bunch of shit too so that's how like our group was if anybody's making fun of frankie please let me know i want to know about it i want to know about all the nicknames you guys have nickname paddywax um no but yeah that was one of my favorite memories but you know again um big shout out to henry Rest in peace, DMX. Um, other than that, anything else you wanna? No, no, I just wish everyone has a good week, good weekend. 
uh, think positive thoughts. I know it's a, it'll be a little weird with this transition, like I was saying. I feel like everyone's going through it right now. Um, new things are happening. I feel it. Astrological signs says otherwise. The moon's, the sun's alignment for a lot of people. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but I do. I feel like I feel like this season, this season coming, it's it's gonna be a different. Um, it's gonna be a quick one, but also like a, a really dramatic one. So I just say, be ready, everyone. Don't know what it is yet. Can't tell you because I don't even know. I just feel it. But thank you guys so much again for uh, listening today. Again, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Um, again, also, thank you guys for those that have been buying our shirts uh, for the podcast. We haven't really promoted them. So you'll see kind of like a small rollout this week um, with us kind of posing with the shirts or doing something with the shirts. Um, what else? Yeah, the the shirts are still in the pre-order fra- phase because we haven't posted them on a website. Um, we'll get to that soon. We do have a little website coming up with uh, just like our Patreon information with the Dom's Twitch account stuff, my Twitch account stuff, just maybe some YouTube stuff also. Who knows? Um, I had a few things going on this week uh, that you guys may be seeing as well. I'll post them on my Instagram. Again, my Instagram and Twitter is Polaroid Fox. Polaroid like the camera. Fox with two X's. Um, everywhere you go. And then Dom is on Twitch with Damn Dommy. Or Twitter at Nikki Love. N-I-K-K-I-I-E-E underscore L-O-V-E. Hit me up. <laughs> and um, she's also on Instagram as well with Damn Dommy underscore. And then... uh. Other than that, guys, gals, and not binary pals, thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Um, I'm Player One Polaroid Fox. That's Damn. Player Two. Damn Tommy. And this is the Coapos Therapy.